1982, Ricardo Folli won the Sanremo Festival and got a smash hit in his home country, and a minor European hit. Sadly, the interest for Eurovision in Italy was very low, so Italy withdrew from the contest in 1981 and 82. But the year after, the country was back in Eurovision, and the Italian TV company asked Ricardo Folli if he was interested in participating for his homeland. What has happened since? How many hits does this man have in his repertoire and what does he remember from Unique? Due to language issues between me and Mr. Folie, I have invited an interpreter so we can understand each other. You are listening to Eurovision Legends with your ragazzo preferito, Evil Lövström. Welcome to Eurovision Legends, Riccardo Folli. Grazie del vostro invito. Thank you so much for the invite and I'm very, very honored. And of course you, my fabulous friend and interpreter, Maria Alexandra. Thank you so and much. Maria Alexandra. <laughs> Grazie mille. I thought we could warm up with some quick questions to get in a good mood. Best song from Italy in Eurovision, besides Per Lucia. Oh, potrebbe essere volare, oh, oh, cantare, oh, oh, nel blu, dipinto di blu, felice di stare lassù, e volavo, volavo, felice, più in alto del sole. Worst song from Italy in Eurovision. I don't know. The songs that he don't like, he forgets them straight away. Favorite country in Eurovision besides Italy? Uh, Russia, Ukraine, I uh, like uh, France. Who do you want to see participate for Italy? See, I don't know now. I don't know ancora. He doesn't know yet. Maybe Michelin Fedez. Who should have won Eurovision but didn't? Una canzone. He sees Eurovision all the time, but he doesn't remember the songs. Uh, he remembers this Portuguese boy. He thinks that the song was written by his sister. Yeah, Salvador Sobral. Ah, yeah, I remember. Meu bem, ouve as minhas preces, penso que regresses, que me voltes a querer. Eu sei que não se ama sozinho, talvez devagarinho. This song, it means a lot for him. It goes straight to his heart. He likes when he finds a song that is not interpreted by 100 dancers and a big core. 
he likes this song very much. He remembers that this boy was very fragile and uh, he showed many emotions. Yeah, he had a heart problem. Ah, okay, okay. No. Last question. When will Italy win next time? Eurovision? See, we don't know because Eurovision is a mystery. But in the end of the evening, whoever wins, we will understand why this song, exactly that song, because it will be so special and take you, go straight to your heart and it can be a tenor or it can be whoever, but uh, we will understand why it won. Your musical career started in the 60s when you were very young, but I would like to take a giant leap from then to the year 1982, if that's all right with you. See, si, okay. Because in 1982, you won the Sanremo Festival with the smash hit Storie di tutti i giorni. The song Storie di tutti i giorni is a very important song. It's not basic love song. It's a love song that tells the story that we all have inside of us. Was this song written for Sanremo from the beginning? Uh, when you write a song, when a group writes a song, uh, you take about three to six months to write a song and then you don't know which one of the songs will be the one that suits Sanremo the best. Uh, they wrote about maybe ten songs, but they discovered that uh, this song was the best one for Sanremo. Dopo capisci... When you have written all the songs, when you listen to them, then you understand as a musician which one who could be the better one for, for the festival. Yeah. Several international covers have been made of the song, and among them we find a Hebrew version with the Eurovision winner Dana International titled Tagilimi. <laughs> We discovered this one year ago, oh. just before the pandemic broke out with COVID in the world. He was in Israel. Then the people told him in the airport, oh, you are Ricardo Folli, the one that sings Dana International song, that oh. made the song. <laughs> yeah. So he didn't know until one year ago. would you say that this song has meant for your career? This song, it was born after a lifetime with Pooh. 
and uh, it's a very important song for him. It's like uh, telling the story from the old days with this song. Yeah. Italy didn't compete in Eurovision in 1981 and 1982 because of low interest, according to the Italian TV company Rai. Don't you agree that the song would have been a great Eurovision song for Italy in 1982? Certo, sarebbe stata una grandissima... Yes, it would have been a great uh, opportunity for Italy to send this song to Eurovision, but in those years it was not so important for Italy to invest money to do the Eurovision because in those years uh, Italy they had a lot of festivals they were called Festival Bar, Festival of Venice, Festival of Naples. Questo so è stato so un grande to... grande errore secondo me, un grandissimo errore. And it was a big mistake according to your Riccardo. To not compete in Eurovision. Yes, they would have uh, been it would have been better to compete in the Eurovision with his song. The year after in 1983 you participated for Italy when they returned to Eurovision. How were you contacted for this project? Penso che ci sia We have a logic rule in Italy that who is winning the Sanremo is also the one they are sending to Eurovision. So that's how... So you mean because he won the year before, they sent him the year after? Yes. Was it up to you, Ricardo, to choose the song Per Lucia? Io ho scritto Per Lucia. He wrote this song together with Maurizio Fabrizio and uh, with Vincenzo Spampinato. And it was uh, written with a wall of uh, lost love. And we listen to it here. Per Lucia, ritrovare il foglio più bianco e poi cominciare. Io vorrei, per esempio, legarle i capelli con un filo di vento. Per Lucia. Ci sarà la luna più piena, ma non basterà. Io vorrei, continuando, un mare di grano per cullarlo ogni tanto. And you also recorded it in English with the title For Lucia. Yeah. I remember this very distant that uh, I did the song in English. Also now I sing sometimes in different languages, but I have a hard time to remember it. I'm so happy now I'm safe and sound Surrounded by the love of the girl I found It makes me sleepy and as my whole life has been I've been waiting for my life to begin For Lucia, my heart sings The love in her eyes is giving me wings I was lost, now I'm found I'm living again when she is around For Lucia Who is Lucia? Lucia è una donna Lucia was a young girl that was in love with a young boy, but their love was divided by a wall. Not the, like the Berlin, Berlin Wall, but uh, like a social wall that they were different. They couldn't 
be together. I see. The, the contest was held in Germany since Nicole won the year before with Ambition Freedom. What are your memories from Munich? The beautiful memories of Munich. Lovely, lovely city. He has been there a lot uh, during the years 85, 86, 87. He was uh, a TV host, but then uh, with the time, the uh, German people, they lost the interest for Italian love songs. Or maybe just it was just his songs they didn't like so much anymore. <laughs> the world, you, the world changed. Do you have some gossip from Unique? Do you see my my ring? Yeah, beautiful. This is my wedding ring. Ogni cosa. Everything that happened before my wedding uh, is uh, it's prescribed. <laughs> yeah, it's prescribed. And we have forgot about everything. Before, everything that happened before my wedding. <laughs> okay, I see. So we don't talk about that kill anymore. <laughs> my wife killed me. Okay, I will not ask them. Was it well organized in Munich? Yeah, da, da, da. Remember, it was very well organized and very beautiful. How much support would you say you had from Italy? No molto, no much, perché... Uh, I didn't have much support from Italy because not many years before that, Eurovision wasn't even shown in uh, the Italian television. It was not so important in Italy. And also I didn't feel I have so much support when I was in Munich. Mahmoud, il cantante che vince... Bravissimo, Soldi. The guy who won last year, Mahmoud, with Soldi, or two years ago, he's very, very good. Now they gave the support as they should, but they didn't do in my time. Did you have any personal favorites among the other songs? Do you remember them? I don't La remember. Sorry. Luxembourg won. Israel came second. And Sweden third. Are these the right songs that ended up on the podium, you think? Or should you have been there? Uh, it's difficult to 
it's difficult to understand which song is the right one when you hear it for the first time. Non solo the winner is always the one who gets the most votes, not the one who has the best song. I see. Your song Per Lucia got an 11th place with 41 points. Were you disappointed? No, ero così felice di esserci che... No, he wasn't uh, disappointed at all. He was just happy to be there. And uh, after the Eurovision, if when he only sings the first notes of the song, the whole theater, they know which song he's about to sing. Come faccio? So he can say it was a great success for him also after because everyone knows the song. Several covers in different languages have been made and many of them were topping the charts in their countries. How big would you say Pelucia was in Italy? In Italia... Um... He didn't receive big hit with, uh, in Italy with this song but now during every concert his public is always asking him him to sing this song so he has to sing it say was a major difference between Sanremo and Eurovision. Sanremo is Italian singers that's singing mostly in Italian in Italian language. Eurovision is uh, singers from all over Europe that sings in different languages and it's different to write a song to sing a song that will please the whole public in Europe. Uh, since the Italian singers most of the time sings in Italian. It also gives them less chance to win the whole Eurovision because of they are singing in their own language. You have competed in the Sanremo festival many times. How come you return to a festival you had already won? Noi diciamo Sanremo è Sanremo. I participated again because Sanremo is Sanremo. We say like that in Italy, uh, Sanremo is very big. It's like the Cannes for the movie stars or the Festival of Venice also for the movies. It's very big to be part of the Sanremo festival and very important also for a singer. And let's listen to some of the songs.
We have just heard Sulla Buona Strada from 85 and Ma Quale Amore from 1990. Thank you very much. The Iron Curtain was lifted a little bit for you and you were invited to the Soviet Union. What was it like to tour there? The first uh, 50 concerts he made there in 1985 uh, with his band. And also now he's doing concerts in uh, Russia and uh, things are very different there now. Uh, also before the pandem- uh, pandemic, he did 10 concerts in Russia. When I go through your discography, Ricardo, I find so many good songs and I would like to highlight some of them here in a medley. To Cosa Fai Stasera? Perfectly. Tu Cosa Fai Stasera? Malinconia. Per la via ti lascia dopo un'ora, ma tu sai che torna ancora. Donne and Dio come vorrei. Dio, Dio come vorrei. Okay. 
Before Sanremo and Eurovision, you had already created a career in Italy and released several songs. And among them, we find the hit Alla fine di un lavoro. I like it very much. Io qui cercarmi un sì, fine del lavoro, domani che fai? Ancora una volta e quante chissà, stasera torno a casa, stasera mi va. È bellissima, sì, molto bella. The reason I bring this up is because many artists have built their careers on songs that are extremely similar to this one. Have you been aware of this and have you got any royalty checks from them? <laughs> no, in no because in Italy we say the notes are seven and it's very easy to copy a little bit, to, to take still a little bit here and there. Emil dice che hanno rubato di tutto. Let's hope that when the Easter arrives now they will send me a big Easter egg. <laughs> you have been active for seven decades. What are you most proud of? Oh, I thank God that my voice is still very good. I have still the passion and I can still write very good songs. Recently, you made a new version of your previous hit, Mondo. How come? There is a guy who I work with uh, in the studio. His name is Marco Rossi. And he was very young when I released this song and he, this guy has the memories that he's going in the car and listen to this song over and over again. So he was nagging me to do this song again and sing, sing it again and release another version of it, a newer version of it. So he convinced me. The producer and arranger is Filadelfo Castro and with special guest Dodi Battaglia from yeah. your old band Poor. song. Paul has sold over 100 million copies and are one of Italy's biggest bands ever. How come you left the band in the 70s, Riccardo? I was engaged to a very famous singer. Party Bravo! Yeah. And uh, she behaved a little bit like Yoko Ono, but the thing is that I was not John Lennon. No. Okay. He, no. he preferred that I I was not in the band anymore. Did you regret that decision? Da, sì. 
perché loro erano i miei migliori amici. Yeah, many times because they were they were and still are my best friends. Right. Ma io non posso permettere a nessuno di decidere. But I cannot let anyone decide who will I go to bed with or who will I be together with, share my life. Okay. And the band Poe have also competed in the Sanremo Festival and won it in 1990 with the beautiful song Omimi Soli. Sì, è stato un momento molto bello. And uh, it was very nice that uh, Poe won. He's very happy for What can we expect from you next, Ricardo? Il 19 di marzo, the 19th of March, I will release a new song um, oh. that's written by me and also a very good friend of mine. That song is all about my son, whose name is Alessandro. He is 28 years old and he works at Ducati. Questa canzone nasce quando It lui took me 8 years to write it. I started to write it when my son was 20 years old. Io lo chiamavo. I called him and he refused to take my calls. Ma io impazzivo dal dolore. It hurt me so much that he refused to talk to me. But how are your relations today? È molto felice. Yeah, they have a great relationship today. His son, uh, as I said before, he found work and uh, he's very happy. And this song that he will release now, it reminds him seven, eight years ago when he called his son and he would he refused to answer. Uh, the 19th March is the Father's Day in Italy. That's yeah. why they are releasing it on exactly that day. And we play it here. Thank you very much, very happy. È la tenerezza che ci fa guarire Sai figliolo mi emoziono un po' Ti chiedo scusa delle mie promesse Delle foto di quegli anni là E che sentirsi solo in questi tempi Questo mare ghiacciato fa battere i denti Dal dolore dal futuro rubato Dall'amore che si è dimenticato
nice chat, Ricardo. Thank you, my friend. Thank you, my friend. Thank you, madam. Thank you very much. And of course, thank you so much to you, my dear friend, Maria Alexandra. Okay, Maria You're Alexandra, welcome. thank you very much for you speak me. Because because my English is stupid. It's uh, complicated for my mind. <laughs> grazie e felicità. Grazie e felicità. E grazie e felicità to you all listeners out there in the world. I hope you enjoyed this chat with me and Mr. Riccardo Foli with help by Maria Alexandra. And if you did, subscribe, like and write a review and tell everyone you know about Eurovision Legends. You find us on Facebook and Instagram and all informations on the website eurovisionlegends.se. La festa più grande per tutto il paese Per Lucia spaventata Che questa mia penna diventi una spada Con Lucia al mio fianco Che la storia continui nella pagina accanto